0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I've got Daniel. I've got Mooney. How are we, boys? Yeah, good mate. Round to go. Yeah, I can feel it, boys. I can feel it. Daniel, how are you? Yeah, good. Lots to talk about. Yeah, good. Fair, fair few injuries, huh? Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Yeah. Look, we, we're. I'm. I'm. I'm sure we're all excited for for a big week, though. Everybody feeling good, feeling confident, rolling into round four. Um. Yeah. We're uh, going. <laughs> <laughs> we're going. I mean, we're
1: going. I, I, thankfully, I made nine hundred without clearing and Pap, but uh, oh, yeah. you still couldn't wait thirty
0: seconds to rub it in. <laughs> in <your hand. laughs> wait, what, what what a forced segue! <laughs> no, let's no, move the first game. Let's, no, let's keep going. Play, let's keep... play on. Good for you. All right. all right, all right. Let's get into the first game. We've got oh boy, it could be a tough one if you're if you're a manly fan. Um, we've got Sea Eagles versus Panthers on Thursday night. Um, we've got uh, not too many changes for the Sea Eagles. Uh. Toa for Fowler Sipley uh is the only change. He's dropped out, and Morgan Boyle comes in. Um and then for the Panthers, big in. Nathan Cleary is back, but big out. Dylan Edwards, broken hand, Gornski's. Uh so that means that Stephen Crichton to fullback. Maddie Burton keeps a spot, but he goes to the centers. Um yeah, that those are those are the big ones, boys. Let's uh let's get into it. Um uh, Mooney, if I can get your thoughts first. What are we thinking?
2: Um yeah, look, obviously loving the the inclusion of Nathan Cleary. Um loving having him back. Thank God for that. Uh, um that should boost everyone's teams up a little bit this week, who who has him. Um but now, nah, look, I'm kind of keen to see this game. I'm excited to see how Josh Schuster goes again. Um obviously sixty-three odd last week was huge. Loved to see it. Uh, um
0: yeah, it did heaps for me as a non-scoring reserve. Oh, just yeah. Starting Gajewski was a good idea. <laughs> oh boy.
2: Yeah, Jack Szebski, I think he's broken breaking a few people's hearts. Didn't even get the eighty last week. I think he had hopped a little bit of an, an injury or something like that. But yeah, I I don't think he'd be uh, he'd be looking there anymore. You're going to have to sell him surely. Don't know what his break-even is, Daniel. You might be able to shed some light on that. But oh, uh,
1: sorry. Yeah, give me a sec.
2: Yeah, some underwhelming scores here from this from this man. The team, Jack Jabroivic has been, you know, fifties. Um I suppose that's what you get. Um that's what you pay your money for. Yeah, because you have um,
1: uh break even of fifteen. Not, oh, 15? Uh... Oh wow,
2: it's still okay, it's still low.
1: Yeah, but three hundred and three K and didn't exactly score great, though. So. <laughs>
2: did not know sixty minutes and scored what how yeah. many did he get? Yeah. Twenty eight, yeah. I think you if you got him end. early, you hold.
0: And I, th- I think otherwise, it's yeah, 300k for for what he's producing is a uh,
1: yeah. He's going to get dropped for and when he's back for sure, right? Shuster looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, he, he got it. To...
2: in a losing team, I reckon you got to keep Schuster in that spot. Surely, yeah. two line breaks last week and a team that lost to the dragon, So, um, yeah, no, I think he's got to stay there. I reckon he's going to win that spot, which is what we something we called last week. I reckon. Um, just quiet, but, yeah. Yeah, just just quiet. I'm you know, just gonna put it out there, but I'm very keen to see how Matty Burton goes at four. Kind of hating this for fantasy reasons because next year I was hoping he'd get traded to the Dogs and I could pick him up as a cheapy, you know, 400k for my for my halves. But as soon as he starts getting picked in this uh Panthers squad and he goes up to six or 700k, that sucks for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong.
1: Yeah, no. I think Burton. He's in the centers, he's not going to have a big of a score, I guess, as he Watch did last you. week. <laughs> Watch him. He he might, but I don't think he's going to – he doesn't have the, as many kick meters. He probably won't have as many, uh, you know, ta- tri-assist tackle, tackles and stuff like that. So, like, I I don't see him scoring huge, but, you know, he could still pump out a, a 40 or a 50 even if he gets a bit of um, traffic going his way. So, uh, yeah, he's not going to look like a cash cow for next year, but I still think he might be a decent pickup next year even, if that's what we're yeah. talking about in yeah, round four this year. Be... <laughs> this well, that's um, what I've been looking forward to.
0: Crichton, <laughs> fullback, boys, what do we reckon?
1: Yeah, look, I think Crichton, he's got a bit of potential at fullback. He'll get his hands on the ball a bit more. He's had a bit of an issue with his um errors this year. That's where he's been getting a lot of his demerits. But I think it's just because he hasn't been getting much ball. He hasn't been getting a lot of tackle busts. Um, I think against Manley, that might change. He should be getting a bit of a boost in scores over the next couple of weeks while Edwards is out. But um, might be a bit of a trap to get him in because I, I just don't see his scoring potential long term. I understand he was a bit of a he was a keeper last year in centers when he came in, but he was scoring a try game. Like, is he going to be doing that all of this season? Even when he goes back to center, yeah, I don't know. Bit of a question mark there for me.
2: Um, he oh, played a few games of fullback last year and didn't sort of wow me um, with his attacking stats. Now he didn't score try. He didn't score heaps of tries. Maybe scored, he might have scored one or two and. So, I don't know, I think maybe against, you know, Manly, and I don't know who they have the next few weeks, you could see him do all right, and maybe he might, because um, he'll get his hands on the ball a little bit more. Um, if, you I know, think he's...
0: that's a really good point. I think, again, no disrespect to Manly, but certain scores could look a little inflated, is all yeah. I'll say. Yeah. I, think. I, think, yeah. I think you take it with a grain of salt this week, given that the Dragons put, you know, a lot of points on them. Uh, you know, it's, I can only imagine what uh, what Penrith's going to do with Nathan Cleary back. Yeah, they did it, they yeah. did it with a one-legged Ben Hunt. So that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> all I'm saying. That's all Fair. I'm saying. You give you give Nathan Cleary a week off. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, you could see a few of these Panthers blokes uh, getting big scores. Billy Kikau, I. He probably he's going to run ramp. I hope he's not. I hope he's lined up against Jack Jacevsky and not Schuster yes. for <laughs> fantasy sakes. Oh. Um, Brian Toll is the other one who I think is going to have a huge game this week.
0: You call, you're call calling a hat trick now? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I am. I reckon he's going to be big. Oh, I think he's, I think he's been killing up the base me. stats. Imagine we start scoring tries.
0: Oh my God,
1: Yeah. yeah. If he's lining up against Saab, he, they're just going to pass him the ball and he's just going to run through him. Saab might be six foot, but he's just going to go right straight under him, really. Like, he's Cop, he just no, can't be tackled, Jason. though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I liked what you said about Schuster there. I hope that outs not running at him. Might be the case, though. But um, Schuster still, like, played really well um, for, the, for Manly. Like, he didn't have um, too many attacking stats, even though he did have two line breaks. But he just, in terms of base stats... He made thirty tackles and one hundred and thirty meters. Like he was scoring forty-four points in base stats against the Dragons without his attacking stats. So it looks like a an absolute must-have. If you didn't get him last round, um, you have to get him in this round. Basically,
0: beautiful. All right, boys. Talking talking through those big scores. Who do we reckon? Here's here's a question I want to pose to you for each game that we've got going forward. Who do we reckon? If you, if you say Nathan Cleary, I will understand. But who do we reckon <laughs> getting get the top score for this game? Take my Brian Tyre. So I I agree actually I reckon Cleary I'm gonna go Cleary <laughs> <laughs> tell oh, us not someone, to go Cleary what? no of you did it someone's gonna give Brian the ball let's
2: go on left field
0: no. yeah yeah, yeah. To- here's, here's something a little different I reckon Nathan Cleary might have a good game this guy's pretty good at yeah, he's, not, he's not bad Whoa, I've, got, I've, got a, big I've got a keen analysis I've got a, I've got a keen mind I reckon uh, I reckon Nathan Cleary might be alright here <laughs> yeah, this
1: is why people tune in. You know, just <laughs> 100%. That this, kind of it's this
0: kind of content, this kind of analysis, real hoodie brains. You know? Yeah. Uh, right. didn't know. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to the second game again. We could see an absolute cricket score here. Uh, rabbits versus dogs, Inform rabbits versus a dogs team that couldn't put a single point on the Broncos. So, yeesh. Um, we've got a few injuries for the dogs um, as if things couldn't get any worse. Uh, Jeremy Marshall-King, foot injury, out for six to eight weeks, that is. Uh, Katoa has been named to replacement hooker. Meany goes to fullback while struggling Corey Allen goes to the wing. Uh, Lachlan Lewis comes into the halves with Avarillo, who's carrying an injury. Um, uh, Josh Jackson uh, has been suspended for a week, which means uh, Renoff Atoni come to the starting side. Jackson Jackson Tapini and uh, Dean Britt are uh, coming onto the bench. Um, now for the Rabbits. Um, let's have a look. No changes to the 17. There you go. Um, yeah, all right, boys, talk me through it. Daniel, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, look, you weren't wrong about that cricket score. I think... Latrell Mitchell and Adam Reynolds are just going to run right over this bulldog squad. The bulldogs looked very poor against the Broncos, and they even had a multiple sets against uh, inside the twenty of the Broncos, and just couldn't put anything together. Um, I wouldn't have even said the Broncos defended that well. The bulldogs just did not look like they were clicking in attack. So, uh, could be a big score here for the rabbits. Um, I like the inclusion for Loc- of Lachlan Lewis in the bulldog squad. Hopefully, you can be- bring a bit of spark. I know Avarillo has been very poor; hasn't really done much running as a 5'8", which he should be off Flanagan, so um, hopefully Lewis can bring a bit of attack, looks pretty good in the Mounties apparently last week, so hopefully he's a bit better. Allen was very poor at fullback, I mean it has to be said for the first few rounds, so hopefully moving to the wing, he does um, something. Uh, other than that, Adam Elliott looks like he could go big um, in just defensive stats this round, he could be making a lot of tackles uh, against the Rabbitohs, so uh, he's a potential buy option if you no, know, if you don't have him already, and if you're looking for an edge, so looks pretty pretty good.
2: Yeah, he's a Julie as well, which makes him a little more appealing um, for me. He's only I think he's high six hundreds at the moment, pretty well still got some money to make. I think he's scoring, he's averaging sixty four, sixty six or something ridiculous. So um, yeah, geez, it looks good.
1: Yeah, I I honestly like we was talking last week about how Josh Jackson made sixty four tackles and no missed tackles. Well, Elliot's getting just tackle busts and straight up tackles every game. Like he's getting three to four tackle busts a game, making forty to fifty tackles, and still getting a hundred meters a game. So looks pretty elite on that edge. Could be averaging around the fifty to sixty mark long term. So yeah, looks a, and especially with um with Josh Jackson out now and with Raymond Fatamari out for the next. How long was it? Twelve weeks. Four months. It's, yeah, something ridiculous. So, yeah, could be very good on that edge. Definitely playing eighty every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not that he's, he'd lose his spot to Ray Feard. Corey Woodall would, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. This Bulldogs team is, oh yeah, going to be interesting. I like the the fact that Corey Allen's got back to the wing. Um, Nick Meaney probably offers a little more fullback for me. Not that I'm huge on him at fullback, but might he might get some better fantasy scores but not worth not worth looking at. Corey Allen surely would have been a sell for most teams a few weeks ago. Um otherwise this I'm very keen to see this uh this Rabidos team. Look, as like the Panthers, I think you're gonna see a lot of inflated scores. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to decide who's gonna be the top score in this uh Rabidos team <laughs> and literally one to seventeen. Um could all go big. I
1: yeah, think. I guess if you had to put your yeah, if you had to put like, um, just a certainty on a score here. You'd pick probably Luttrell or Cody Walker to go big for the Rabbitohs, right? because just just thinking about just straight up attacking stats, the Bulldogs have been missing a lot of tackles. So surely Luttrell or you know, one of those running playmakers in like Cody well, Walker Asa- Danny I, it,
0: when or- when Osaka was sweeping around that edge uh, against the dogs, he he gave them absolute fits. So I reckon that could be Lattrell's bread and butter, given that he's, Loves to sweep on the edge of uh, on the edge of the rabbitohs shape when they're um, when they get into a backline play. Um, so yeah, I, I think Latrell could give him absolute fits this week. So I, I he'd he'd be my tip for for bigger scoring. To be completely honest. Yeah, absolutely. What do you recommend?
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. I I think Adam Reynolds will probably have a big game as well. Um, probably steer the ship a little bit. He was looking good last week. For, he was you know forty one and forty minutes or something like that before he got taken off. Um, so I, I could see, I could see him going really big as well. Um, but again, there's a lot of a lot of room for for anything to happen here. So I don't know. Even um, you know, Dan Gagai, Cameron Graham's due for a big score. Um, hasn't hasn't they seem to have gone to Dan Gagai and Alex Johnson's edge a little more than that? Um... That left edge is just lethal. Yeah, yeah, they've been looking good. So um... I don't know.
1: Just a question for you boys, on this Rabbitohs team, uh, I, a lot of teams have Cameron Murray in their squad, and he's been a bit underwhelming for the first couple of rounds. Uh, for those people that have him, what do you reckon? Is he a long-term keep, or are we looking to upgrade him, being a bit average to start the season, minutes are up and down? No, absolutely, do you... got to keep him. He's he's yeah. a
2: Julie as well, which is huge. You know, you play him in your mids, and you've got a cheeky edge as well to go, but... Cameron Murray, I think, is someone that you'll see him find his stride. He looked a little lost in a couple of these games where he wasn't sure if he should be ball playing or just running the ball. Um, and I do see in patches where he looks really good, where he's just running the ball hard when Rabbitohs get the teams on the back foot. Obviously, they quick play the balls, Damian Cook running, and then Cameron Murray playing one off or two off, um, off the ruck. And running through people. So I like, I think that Cameron Murray will, he'll start finding some more attacking stats um, as games go on, um, especially against teams like the Dogs. I Again, you could see Cameron Murray go big, and he hasn't found, he hasn't um, scored, started scoring tries yet. So I think he's probably got a few in him this season and should have a few big scores to come. I, I like him this season anyway. I think um, if you've picked him up, you've picked him up as a keeper. Love to hear that.
0: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Moon's very passionate. He's got Cameron Murray in his tank. I am hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm, I'm less convinced. I, I tend to agree that Cameron Murray is probably a halt if you've got him now. Um, but yeah, for me, the only thing that makes me nervous is that Jai Arrow's killing it. Um, so for me, I don't. And, and that back row is not solid given that we've had changes with Kalama, Tungi, Host, and all sort of stuff. So realistically, you could see. Again, I'm not saying it will happen, but you really, I've, I've got no mail. Un, Uncle Wayne and I aren't, aren't, aren't on the best of terms at the moment. Some family issues. We'll talk about later. But um, basically, um, uh, I, I don't know. For me, I could I could realistically see Cameron Murray going to an edge, and then you know ru- running running basically just shape out on an edge, and then Jai Arrow becomes becomes a starting lock, and then one either Sewer or Kalumatungi makes way because I don't know. I just think I just think Jai Arrow's... He's. I think he's just killing it, and I, I don't know how much longer you can keep him coming off the bench. Obviously, it is working, but you know, I don't know. I just think. I just think if you just get Cam Murray, put him on an edge, just say run holes all day, and uh, and then Gyro into the middle is what I could realistically see happening.
2: Wouldn't and they then, move yeah. someone like gyro into lock? Maybe. Ah, uh, sorry, lock into prop instead. You know, maybe put Burgess or Tavita Totola coming off the bench. Uh, I mean, they it's pretty set. Um. Set forward line. But... I don't know if you if you've
0: got the greatest forward of all time in Tom Burgess, you don't put him on the bench. I'll <laughs> oh, try to tolerate this then.
2: Sorry, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Oh,
0: oh great boys, chat. give me, give me. Moon, you haven't solidified. Who who do you think's top scoring? Are you picking Cam Murray? No, I'm going to pick Adam Reynolds. Yeah, fair enough. All right, boys. Let's move on to oh jeepers. This again. There could be some points here. Uh, Storm versus Broncos. <laughs> boy, oh boy. And then Schnackenhausen is back confirmed in for the uh, for the Storm. The people's Muller, little puppy's back. If you can't tell, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Tommy Eisenhuth did cop a shot. He's named, but again, could be an out. I don't know if you. I don't know if anyone has Tom Eisenhuth, but um, he could be an <laughs> out. Um, uh, basically, yeah. Th- those are your, those are your big ones. Melbourne still have a few to come back later in the later in the later rounds. Uh, Broncos huge end. Payne Haas is in. Matt Lodge is in. Um, so that means David Pango Jr. and Flegler move to the bench. Uh, Johnny Asada Assa, is also on the bench. He's back from a neck complaint. Um, basically, Reese Kennedy and Tom Dearden in his starring five-minute role where he scored a try last week is is gone, and uh, so is Ethan Bullymore. Um, boys, that's the tail of the tape for the for this matchup. What do, what do we think, Mooney? Far away. Ah. Uh.
2: Yeah, look again, we could see some big scores here. But I the biggest takeaway from this for me is the fact that looking at the Broncos bench and they've got four forwards. Um makes me very confused as to what they're how they're gonna run their rotations. Um Jake Turbin's looking like he's gonna play eighty, I suppose. Um I, I just I don't know what they're doing here. Well, Alex Glenn probably stops playing eighty here. Um and maybe Bentio goes into uh, onto an edge. Uh, Flegler and Asiata go on the front row for Lodge and Payne Haas. Maybe uh, I, I don't know if going or Payne Haas or both are going to lose minutes. Um, that's probably what I'm trying to trying to tell. So, Payne Haas is a lot of money if you decided to bring him in. He's nine sixty seven off the top of my head. Um, worth so... every penny. Yeah, I for <laughs> me, this what I'm telling you know, myself. <laughs> I've been waiting a week, um, just to see what they do with these rotations and how he plays. You know, he could be the sort of player that, um, you know, gets reduced minutes, but his points per minute go up, um, by a lot. So, you know, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that someone like Jordan Rickey doesn't um doesn't cop a hit here, and you know, someone like Alex Glenn does. So, look, I'm intrigued, um. But I do I am liking the looks of Jermaine Sarko. Um from what I've seen last week. He tore the Bulldogs up and he's um, finding his finding his form at fullback finally, which is great to see.
0: And kicking goals for fun as well.
2: And he's kicking goals, which is good. Herbie Farnworth um liked what I saw there as well. He looked good last week and Tessinu New also for me is looking uh, looking dangerous, so uh, um yeah, that's that's looking looking juicy as um a good money maker there for Tessie. Um, yeah, Daniel, I'll let you talk about the storm. <laughs> yeah, look, I I think there's going to be a lot of big scores in the storm,
1: like we've talked about for the teams just beforehand. Um, there could be another you know big sixty to seventy point score here for Pappenhausen, and even Munster in the halves. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, tackle busts, even though the Broncos have four forwards on the bench. I. I'd still see Carrigan and Haas playing big minutes, probably not the 80 that they're used to, but they'll still play quite big minutes. Um, and for that, they could get a lot of just base stats in tackles here, just because I think the Storm's going to hold a lot of possession based on last week's effort. Like you were saying, Asako looked really, really good last week, but that was because the Bulldogs probably afforded them a bit more possession than they deserved at times, I think. Um, but yeah, like you say, I think Munster and Hughes are going to run the show here, and Pappenhausen's just going to be um, you know, breaking tackles left and right. Um, yeah, I I don't see a Broncos win here. Sorry, the storm have come off two losses and they're gonna be red hot against this Broncos team, and I'm sure Bellamy's gonna really rip them one if they come in at halftime without at least two tries on the board. Like
0: yeah. I, I just I just want to touch on psycho really quickly. You boys both mentioned him. I had the foresight to bring him into my side, so Well done. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, break even of ten boys. What <laughs> What what are we thinking? Is he is he? I know Mooney, you you you're not too worried about the idea of him, but what what do you what do you think, Daniel? Is you reckon he's a genuine shout? Break even of four actually, like he's he's oh, only four hundred and seventy three k.
1: Averages about fifty. Did come off a score of seventy against the Bulldogs, but does look quite good and is kicking goals. I think if if Kevy can get this t- now that he's got his stars back, like in Harson um, Lodge, if he can get him to be a good defensive unit, hopefully. Jermaine can actually get some good attacking stats off the back of that. I think the problem is their their defense has been a bit lacking. And, you know, what it is, They Jermaine's got to take a one-on-one at the back and try to tackle a forward that's run through. Like, he's going to miss tackles all day. So I think they really need a good forward pack to give the halves a bit of a platform. And then Asako can actually play off the back of the halves and, you know, actually contribute a bit more. So, yeah, I... He's he's looking good, but I am a bit concerned v- about very bringing matchup in based. Do you reckon? Yeah, it could be one of those ones that you look out mm. for matchups, but you can't really pick them up in classic. It's more of one of those players that you pick up in draft, um, late in the draft, sometime, and hope that they come good. If you have the cash, could be a good shout, but there's so many other players I want to pick up this round that, yeah, Sarko can't be one of them, surely. Man,
2: Sarco plays well off broken play, and um, so like, you saw lots of room out on the Bulldogs' edges, which is where he just ran straight through untouched. Um, yeah. So I think that against the stronger teams like the Storm, you'll see he'll struggle a little bit more for those sort of stats. In saying that, he does look good running off, uh, like, like, kick returns and stuff. He seems to be gaining, you know, a good 20-plus metres. Um, and breaking the first tackle. So, again, a treat to see if he does something like that um, against the storm. Hard to see it happening. But um, as you said, Daniel, I think there's other options there for that sort of money. If you're picking him up, you're sort of rating him almost as a keeper. Um Definitely. what. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to pick him up now. If you've picked him up before, good on you. Like, Thank you. Kudos. What I was fishing for. <laughs> yeah, I, you've done well um, to see that. I didn't. Um, but i don't think like I'd like i said him mate to
0: keen an analyzer and uh, 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 what am i looking for analyst keen analyst.
2: <laughs> and that's why you're
1: hosting this show one <laughs> <learned> my words <laughs> for 5 minutes to get the words
3: out yeah, um, i think yeah, yeah he's,
1: that's he's yeah he's good but if you're picking him up now you're hoping that he stays as a keeper for the long run but yeah if you've got him from the start he's probably a bit of a cash cow in your eyes and you could probably offload him to a tedesco or something like that if you um, trade him and a, another mid-range player and upgrade.
0: That's probably what your move later. Get out season. of my head, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just trying to help. That's that's what I'm boy here for. Oh Boy, I know I'm on the right track then. If, if top of our league is thinking what I'm thinking, gee whiz. Top my of my league. league. Daniel, you're, oh yeah. yeah
1: He's just, top of our perfect. league. No, not league. draft. Draft, I'm in the bin. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no, it's no. good to say. No. Get out of here. Draft.
0: All right, <laughs> fine. I'll pump your tires up, Moon. Yeah, Moon, who's first in our draft league? Still not me, but that's fine. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that go <guy, boy>, for
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, um, I do have a question for you, boys. If you, are Christian Welch owners, are you worrying?
0: I'm not one, so no. no I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't were, think. If you were,
2: I think
1: you've got him. If you've got him now, you probably hold him for this round. His break even's forty two. He'll probably hit that against the Broncos. Um, probably looking to offload him in the near future, though. Once he caps out. Um he you could say he's capped out now because he did suffer a price drop this round, but I think he should be his break even, make another five to ten k um and then be a sell next week or even um, even the week after, because I think the storm, who have they got? They got the bulldogs as well next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, he could be a, a hold for the next at least two rounds. But, but he won't have a league. lot of he won't
0: have a lot of defensive work to do though against sort of guys like that. He doesn't yeah, he...
2: make heaps of attacking stats. Yeah. I find. I think it's just yeah. like it is just tackles that I, th- there, I think so... if he had a
0: run against the best team, I, th- I think seriously against teams like when 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 they had the tougher run against obviously the the Souths and the and the Penriths of the of the world, I would have thought that that would have been the. Uh, his, he missed his five tackles really last yeah. round
1: against the Panthers. He missed five tackles. He lost ten yeah. points just there. Like yeah, he makes over one hundred and twenty meters a game. Um, and he makes 20-plus tackles at least a game. And he's getting decent minutes. He's getting about 50 minutes a game, so he he's, should make it in base stats, I'd say, against the Broncos. Um, mm, fair enough. I I don't see him getting less than 42.
0: All right. You well, if you me. want to use stats and logic to back up your argument, that's <laughs> fine.
1: <laughs> hey, you can come back to me next round. If he gets less than 42, I'll,
0: I'll eat my hat. There you go. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Boys, all right, who's top scoring? Who do we think? Mooney, far away.
2: Uh, I'm a little puppy
0: for me such confidence when you said it as well I, yeah I really believe it. I'm you. just trying to, pick, trying to
2: pick which one which one of them said a score big but I'm a single little puppy
1: yeah I reckon Munster no you say Christian Welch you coward <laughs> <laughs> absolute coward nah, if, Welch, if Welch goes over for a double yeah sure Welch but he's not gonna so I think so Munster when Welsh of...
0: goes over for a double yeah
1: when he does yeah, yeah. that'll be the day
0: no, I'm the same. I reckon Munster's going big. I reckon it's going to unlock his running game this week. He, look, he looked good when he was running the footy against Penrith. Can't wait to yep. see him against a Broncos outfit, to be honest. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move. Do we have to talk about the next game? Yeah, Yeah. come on. Do I, go with... Do I genuinely have to?
1: Let's well, at least dilute. there's some good changes being made.
0: I mean, you used that. there was some changes, made. I don't know yeah, the 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 axe has been swung. Let's go through the Sharks first. Um basically a bunch of head knocks for the Sharkies against uh, against Para. Obviously that led to the 18th man, you know, a rule coming in especially with that Raiders game as well. But yeah, a bunch of head knocks, but uh, most of uh, most of the, most of the team seemed to be um seemed to be in. Um uh Sione Katala seems to be the only out from from last week's team. Did it did his MCL. Uh Mawini Harati comes in uh but britain oh sorry no britain akora two-week ban uh for a shoulder charge which means tay wilton comes in um jesse ramian's still out obviously um so Connor tracy will keep his spot in the centers now let's go through um the chaos love this yeah, beauty do you want to just read out the squad is that probably easier <laughs> well, there, there's a bunch of <laughs> but seriously there are a bunch of changes um Look, uh, you know, I actually, I actually might just read through the squad because there's that many, there's that many changes. Um, Basically, the, the we we haven't been going so good. If anyone's wondering, so there's many changes. (laughs) Um, Val goes to fullback he obviously made that change last week Murray Tawangi comes into the side Jazzy, Justin O'Neill keeps his spot Connoe, uh, Connolly Lemuelu uh, comes into the side Hamiso tabuay Fido onto the wing Scotty Drinkwater keeps his spot at 6 Ben Hampton comes in for Jackie Clifford at 7 Frankie Molo to start at prop Reese Robson um, at hooker Jordan McLean, Shane Wright Ben Condon comes into the side Josh McGuire comes in at lock so that means uh, Reuben Cotter who was playing lock has been dropped um, uh, head Cohen, the he- sorry, you head knock, didn't he? Oh, head knock. Okay, no worries. Um, as you can tell, I've been trying to avoid the cows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cohen has to the bench, Corey Jensen to the bench, lock and Bear on the bench. All right, boys, how about
1: it? <sighs> nice, how did that feel?
0: Yeah, no, it was good. No, it was really, really good. Really, really good. Short and sweet boys uh, go. Chop,
1: chop. <laughs> I think honestly, I think the Cowboys should. Um, bounce back a little this week. They've done the oh, best sure, I thought
0: you were going to say the Cowboys should just forfeit or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they've, they've made the best move that they could have made and dropped Jake Clifford. So I think that is going to be a pass no matter who comes into the squad at that I'm point. That. Um, I, I've, just given the fact that Ben Hampton's come in at halfback, I think a lot of the playmaking duties are going to go to drink water. And he, I think he does well um, as first man off dummy half, and he can be a very good playmaker for the Cowboys. It's just... Um, how consistent? I guess the first couple of rounds, it's a bit hard when you don't have a lot of um, momentum to start Despite the season. Me. But
0: I yeah. think Ben Hampton might surprise a few people at halfback. That's where he played all of his twenties for the Storm. And when we when we got him, he was a utility and kind of a Mister Fixer. But I think I think seven is. I reckon he I, he could surprise some people. That's a very big call. Um, I, where <laughs> it's Where he played his twenties, I'm just saying I think he could actually be pretty decent. I'm not saying get him into your side. I'm just saying. He might not be as terrible as people think.
2: Right, a, I guess in that's a deep a... draft league, if you pick him up because he's a centre wing full fullback, he could be a very sneaky, huge um, sneaky yeah. pick if you want to play him in this in centre wing full fullback uh, due to injuries, whatever. I reckon you'd pick him up in deep in deep draft leagues. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think um, the big winners here are probably the edges with uh, Ben Condon coming in an absolute cheapy onto the edge there and looking like could he could be playing big minutes or big ish minutes and Shane Wright as well onto the edge there. Uh generally a pretty good scorer when he gets 80 minutes. Good PPM player. So uh could be a bit of value there maybe. But um yeah there's a lot of players that you could be looking at this round really. Um I don't I wouldn't say I would go near most of these Cowboys players. Uh at the Sharks there's a bit more bit more value there. Blake Braley's been playing really good for the last couple of rounds, getting some big scores. Chad Townsend still pumping them out as well. And Moylan, your boy has bounced back with a good score as well last week. Um, what did he get? He got a 42, uh, 42 41. There you go. So 41, he, yeah. he bounced back quite well. I know a lot of people were selling him last round um, because of that 18 he had against the Raiders. But yeah, I think if you held him, you did a good job because he's going to keep rising in price now as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, will have earned himself a few price rises there, which you will love to see if you're a Matt Moylan owner. Um, and if yeah, you're not, I, you're crazy. If, yeah, literally. See, geez, it was, the,
0: it was the most guaranteed free money of of the season. So <laughs> if you captained
2: him, you were cheering. Um, Chad Townsend, <laughs> I think he's been pretty good as well this season. So, um, yeah, I think he could have a big game here as well. Uh, interesting. Your comments on Ben Condon and Shane Wright. I wouldn't be touching either of them. Ben Condon, I don't see as a long-term option for the Cows. Um, God, no, I
0: agree. I don't think you can trust any team. Like, you, you don't know what team you're going to get week to week with the Cows. Yeah. I think it's going to be.
2: I do okay, like so... the inclusion of Josh McGuire in that starting team, though. Sorry, you. Yeah,
1: got... no, I think that's that's a good point to make as well. Josh McGuire kind of needed to be in that starting team, especially to show some intent from the start. But I think um, if if they bounce back and have a decent showing because I'm sure Todd Payton has given a bit of a revving, a training this week. Um, if they have a decent showing and Condon, you know, gets a decent score, could be a, a cheeky pick up next
2: round to see um, if they keep this team. Well, um, this might be a question for Tom, but where does Tommy Gilbert come into this team? He's due back next round. Oh, good shot.
0: Yeah, look, I, was, I don't. He was I, picked it's, up it's,
2: to be a big something big re- for the cows this year.
0: Really? Well, he's he's been in this he's been in the system for a little bit. Um, look, realistically, I I don't think it's going to be too hard to crack this side. Oh, actually, it, it might be because we're going to win by fifty. So yeah. <laughs> change my tune, boys. Um, uh, no, look, uh, Tommy Gilbert. I, I think I he's got X factor. I genuinely rate him. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he comes into the realistically. I could see him into the starting side. Um, on uh, on an edge is is the is is what we've thought. So yeah. And uh, obviously the, the edge spot's up for grabs. Cohen Haas can't hold the spot to save his life. Mitch Dunn has been less than desirable. So, yeah, I I, I realistically think that, that Tommy Gilbert could walk into the side, to be completely honest, despite yeah. the fact we're going to win by 50.
1: Fair shout. I guess I didn't think about the Gilbert injury, but um he might get a bench spot maybe just coming back from, from injury. But, yeah, he could realistically just come straight into the squad. I think Shane Wright's been around long enough that he's probably going to hold that spot if they play well. But, yeah, Condon being the junior player in that, that lineup might lose it. But, yeah, again, it's it's week-to-week,
2: week, like you're saying, with this squad. I'm just trying to give people some options. <laughs> yeah, look, realistically, I see, a, I see a bit of points in this game. I think that the cows could um, could put a few points on the table here. I'm hopeful. Win by you know, 50? i like Let's see. Like see yeah. <laughs> <yes, 50 to, laughs> yeah,
0: 50 to not yeah, Why am I putting a cap on it? Why would I cap it Sh- at 50? The Sharks
2: done? will probably score
1: 60. So, uh, I mean, good showing, 50, though. <laughs>
0: Some people, some people always just want to take you down. Take you
1: down <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's too much value in terms of fantasy here. Really, Moylan and Townsend are your two big ones. If you had Blake Braley as well, he's not too bad, but he's not making a ton of cash. Um, yeah, do we see value in Val Holmes now at fullback? What are we, what are we thinking there?
0: <laughs> I genuinely do. I think he's going to be pretty bloody good at fullback, to be honest.
2: I think his scores will increase. He'll be one of those players who's like we've t- talked about before. His, um, his price, his score will increase. Um, from fullback, you will score, I reckon, 45s around there um, from fullback. Um, just gets his hand on the footy, and it looks good. He actually gets some more attacking stats, and I just I rate it. Um, so I don't know how yep. much he is at the moment, so you could think about bringing him in. as a He'd probably be a point he of difference is. at this Yeah, um, so, so this he's
1: stage. owned by 4% of teams. He's 483, and his break-even Eight. is 29. So... Should be hitting that at fullback. He played quite well, of what I saw of him. Had a couple of try assists. Well, he only got one, but the other he those fastest two to, to alongy on the wing were pretty good. So I think he's going to be doing a lot more of that play. Um, but if
0: you if you're thinking back, if you're thinking Val, surely you just go Turbo instead. If you don't already have Turbo, if you've got that well, kind Turbo's of
1: Turbo's not back yet. That's no, no, but he's, he's
0: back. He's back next week, though. Surely you're not going to compromise the chance at Turbo for Val. The thing
2: with Turbo so, is like, what if he brain. comes back and yeah, does a hamstring week straight away? And, and you win.
0: get
2: <laughs> <laughs> And you get Bell. Yeah, but he's already
1: gone up by 50k with his scores by then. And like, well, oh, if he's hat trick this week. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll play well, but he yeah, like and then you burn yeah, like you're saying Moon two two trades to get Turbo in and then out. Like, it's yeah, uh, it's a hard call, but yeah, if you really trust the Cowboys to bounce back and you think Holmes is going to do well. He showed that he can do well last week in a losing side. So, yeah, one to look at.
0: All right, who stopped scoring?
1: Oh, Oh, Jesus. Moylan. (laughs) Oh, gross.
0: (laughs) Up 60 guns, man. Good for you. Yeah,
1: I have. Thank you. (laughs) To be fair, I did say he would pull a hammy in round one or two. It is now round four. So, um, yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, bet you feel well. silly, Daniel. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so silly. God. Um,
0: My boy's like 350K now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think I think Townsend could could do well here. Um, Will Kennedy also could have a big game. He did show that he can have pretty big games at fullback when he gets involved and gets his hands on the ball a lot. So. Yeah, probably – I'll go Kennedy. Why not? He'll score another double.
0: I reckon Chatty's going to go big. Cool. Or the Cow's 1-7. Good. Eight, eight. good to say. That. So <laughs> the, cows. <laughs> so what's uh, the Cow's. No one's oh, going. The Cow's. Maybe mate. a big it's, defensive it's, effort. I'm, I'm the most blindly optimistic Cowboys fan. I thought we were going to win it all last year. I thought we were oh, going to win it all this year. I was like, no, nah, Toddy Payton, is going to turn us around. Four weeks in. Tell Malala's injured and when he was playing, he was coming off the fan It's all it's all gone to shit. Yeah, you get to feel my <laughs> disappointment um, for the last couple of years as a Parramatta fan. Hey, you guys have been rock solid for like four years now, all right? So just Well, oh, I wouldn't up. say
1: four, maybe two. Before that no, no, it fine. was very touch and go.
0: Two years. Okay, fair enough. No, fair enough. All right, play on. Um, all right, boys, let's let's move on to Titans and Raiders. Your boys men, the Raiders, that is. Uh, okay. Um, Titans 1 to 17, same as last week. Uh, Tino's gonna be uh going to prop, uh, as, at least that's where he's named, and Tyron Peachy, um, going to the lock. Uh, Raiders, uh, a couple of guys waiting on uh concussion protocol Seb Chris and Ryan James. Um, Curtis Scott's out with uh, with a um, broken rib. Um, uh, Denama's Louis and Hudson Young look to be back. Um, Ryan Sutton drops out. Joseph Tarpany's done an ankle. So those are the changes, boys. What do we think? So
1: Ryan Sutton has moved to lock from the front row. He's definitely not going to be playing 80 again oh, this week. Oh, so sliding into
0: lock. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. Sorry, yeah. Joseph Tarpeny done an ankle. Ryan Sutton into lock.
1: Yeah, so Sutton looked pretty good last week. Obviously, he's not going to play 80, but he looked pretty rock solid. Probably won't hold that spot. Long term, just with players coming back, but yeah, looked looked really good for the squad. Hudson Young being back, um, just a, generally being a good player. And I hate to say it, but um, Dunham actually picked a picked a winner there, and Hudson Young on the edge. So, I think if you want to pick him up now, you know
0: this is recording, right? You,
1: yeah, I, you know, I understand.
0: You know, you know that's true. okay. All right,
1: he doesn't listen to it anyway. What does it matter? Yeah, um, that's true. So, <laughs> uh, it'll it'll be hard to pick him up now that he costs so much. But yeah, he looks very good on an edge there for the Raiders. Uh, Ryan James on the, off the bench as well looked good, unfortunately he had that head knock, looked like he was going to get big minutes as well when Tarpany came off, so um, unfortunate that he came off with a concussion for those that did have him. Um, from the Raiders squad, I think there's some genuinely good options, Jack and bounced back um, with a big score last round and... I think he could get that. Cons- he definitely can get that consistently, but he's hasn't showed it for the first two rounds. It'll be interesting to see if he can get that again against the Titans. Williams is looking like a, a gem in the halfback role as well. So if you have him, hundred percent. Jack um, his
0: biggest score of the year, and Williams still outscored him.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Williams looks like he's actually picked up his game a little bit over um, last season, which is good. Um, Josh Papali's been a. Bit disappointing in the front row, though, for the Raiders. Really been struggling, averaging forty-five. Did bounce back a bit from round one to be a you know a fifty-on odd averaging scorer, but still a bit disappointing considering he's got a lot more minutes. The yeah, but
0: the, but you're days. forgetting that there's there's no metric for sex appeal, Daniel. And <laughs> yeah, that mullet, that mullet, and that rig. Oh my <laughs>
1: goodness. <laughs> Sorry, Papa Lee. I should say the name correctly. Yeah, correct. Um in, on the flip side to the Titans teams, there's a lot of a lot of good options. David Fafita should have been an absolute lock from the start. Peachy coming in at, um, at lock is an absolute gem if you had him in the centres to start the year as well because no one would have predicted that he was going to be scoring 40-plus from the bench to start the season, and he looks like a, just a, a keeper in the centres if you can get him in. Uh, Tino at front row. What are we thinking, boys?
0: I like it. I think I'm glad Love I it. don't have him. Oh, got... really? So he scored
1: scored 55 last round. Had 10 points in demerits. I know we've been talking on about him it's having demerits, demerits every week. Big his, dog. Yeah. Every issue. Every year. Every week. It's the same issue. But, but the, the,
0: the, think... the the gap isn't closing though in terms of demerits. If you have if you have 10 points with demerits against the cows, you are in trouble. <laughs> they most of them were, were errors though. That's yeah, I know. Thing. I just, I just feel like he's, he's, yeah, yeah. It's actually you spot on three errors. Yeah, so only one I think missed tackle. But...
1: He had a lot more meters as well. Last round, about the same amount of tackles, played the same amount of minutes. Could come but no good. offloads again. Yeah, no offloads. I think there's a there's a few stats there that he normally does really well in in terms of offloads and tackle busts that he hasn't really hit his. His stride with yet, even the like the poking your nose through and getting that offload in the line is what he's really known for, even charging over for a try close to the line. Um, no, I probably... think
0: you're right. I think we haven't seen a complete performance yet.
1: Yeah, I it's a hard one to, to pick, right? He's it's been three rounds now, he hasn't been amazing, but he hasn't been terrible either, other than that game against the Broncos. Oh, he's going to be a hard decision to make late this week. But um, So yeah. what
0: you're saying is 25% of his games, he's been terrible.
1: Uh, 33% <laughs> of his games, yes.
0: Oh, sorry, 33 No, you're right. <laughs> Dig that hole. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 30, 30, <laughs> That's, 30, 30. You 33%. Um,
1: I'm, yeah, not, I'm not here
0: for math. I'm here for footy analysis, Daniel. It's I want to hear. The uh, big bucks.
1: I need other people's opinions on this because I cannot make a decision on Tino. What are we thinking?
2: Oh, for me, deep. Tino's a hold. Oh, I think boy, you have to. So different. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't have to. He's, he's not lost heaps of money. He's not gaining heaps of money. Like You don't have to make a, a rock soul decision. You could sell him. You could you could keep him. It doesn't really make too much of a difference. For me, I, as you've both said already, we, he, we haven't seen him at his best. And when we see him at his best and find his stride within his Titans team, he's going to hit the higher scores, and that's what I'm hanging for. Um, And once he hits it, you know, a couple of times I want to see then if he keeps going on and get those big scores or if he then goes back down to having those 30-point weeks. Um, and that's when I decide that I'll sell. Um, so if that happens mid-round, then it happens mid-round. He's not my biggest concern at the moment, so I call him a hold. But if isn't it you, isn't if
0: funny if... he's top 10 on the Dally M and you're struggling to keep him in your side? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, howdy. He's one uh, of those it's... players
1: that's just not fantasy, not fantasy-relevant. I guess. Well, he could be fantasy realm, but just hasn't been, I guess this year.
2: Yeah. I He's know. only, lo- sorry, go. I was just going to say, if you've got, um, if you're very happy with your team and Tino's your biggest issue, then go for it and sell him. Pick up someone better.
1: Yeah. He's only lost 44 K. He's probably not going to go less than 500 K. Like, You can still drop him for, if you don't, if you have a spare mid on your bench, you can still drop him for like a turbo next week if he has a rough game or something like that because he's still got plenty of cash sitting there. So, yeah, I think he's probably a hold. I mean, if you've committed to him now, he's probably a hold long-term, but I think some people have already jumped off and tried to pick up a cash cow because you can't really upgrade him. No one has that kind of money yet.
0: Who's top scoring, boys?
1: Ooh, huge. Uh, let's go Hudson Young
0: Huge Again Dunham Daniel This Euro. is being recorded man Dunham can realistically <laughs> Go to the tape If ever required
2: Yeah he won't I'm going to say Jamal Fogarty Ooh, Jamal Fogarty yeah. I'm... Fair. George
0: Williams Or Jack White, surely uh, nah, George Fogarty, Williams Or Jamal thanks.
2: Fogarty I'm going to say Jamal Fogarty But George Williams is. So, so have, you
0: got, have you got The Titans winning this game
2: No I do
0: <laughs> controversial!
2: Look, I think it's going to um,
0: be a
1: good game to watch. To be honest, these two so teams, too. pretty solid, good defense. Definitely have a lot of big, big forwards that can break open a game. Yeah, Josh Pappali, Tino, and David Fafita. Like, yeah, there's huge, huge potential in this game. Could be really entertaining.
0: Going to be a cracker, I reckon. Mm. Um all right, boys. And let's we'll move close,
1: on. Which is less that we can say about the games before this as
0: well. Come on, we almost made it through before you. Yeah, you can't group the cows in that. Oh, actually, you, I'm assuming you're meaning the cows will win by a big margin, right? Yes, cool.
2: correct. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> who's your top scorer, Tom?
0: All right, I'm going to say Georgie Williams. Yeah, good. I think he's got a try in him. Um. All right, let's move on. Knights and dragons, um, boys. The wait is over. The wait is over. I know I know you've all been just so excited. Blake Green is back. He's back and he's on the bench, boys. He's back. Ugh. Blake Green's back, gentlemen.
1: Created a lot of headaches, to be perfectly honest. He's back. I'm excited. <laughs> Why are you so excited about Blake Green? He's the best looking
0: man in rugby league other than Connor Watson.
1: Blake Green. <laughs> <now he's> 12. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm just boys. playing. I'm just playing. Blake, Blake Green is... Yeah, no, he's probably a very nice man, is all I'll say. <laughs> Friend, of Friend of the show. I'm sure yeah. he's <laughs> funny. Friend of the show. Yeah, he's probably got a great personality. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is if I'm picking him, it's not rig-based. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Stop it. Blake, sorry. Sorry. Um, All right, boys. So, Blake Green's obviously in. He's been named on the bench. Um, uh, Stafford Towers in... um. Dominic Young's out. Um and then, yeah, so those those are your big changes. We've got there's a few people under an injury cloud as well. Mitch Barnett had a calf injury, so he may or may not be in. They reckon he's got a previous fitness. Um Sy has been again carrying a leg injury named on the interchange. Um for the Dragons, Adam Clum, Ben Hunt absolutely tailed up mainly on one leg. Um, so Adam Clone comes in for him. He's, um, he's got a fracture in his fibula. Um, Braden Williami, uh, comes in for Jack bird. Who's been suspended. Um, those are, those are the changes. What do we think boys? Who wants Daniel, Dan, you go first.
1: Yeah, look, um, another could be another good game. Not as great as the game before, but you know, still a pretty good game here. Um, The Knights look like they have just a couple of absolute fantasy gems in Connor Watson and Jaden Braley look like they need to be in everyone's team really at this point. Jaden Braley's starting to get to that point where he is getting a bit too expensive for his own good, but um, if he's going to keep pumping up outscores of 70 every week, I mean, his average is 76 right now, and he's only 630K still. Definitely a buy if you can get him in, but it's starting to get to that point where people won't be able to afford him Had a 60K price rise this round. So... Um, absolute must-have, really. If you didn't have him already, uh, Connor Watson is doing the exact exact same thing. He's just going from strength to strength. Is a lot more affordable though, at 478, break-even of negative six. So uh, he's probably more of a, a get-in this week. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. So get him in this week. Otherwise, you will miss out. Um, yeah, I'd say they're the two big ones, fantasy-wise. Barnett's been pretty solid as well with the kicking, uh, but obviously under an injury crowd, this cloud this round. So
2: keep an eye on that. Uh, Moon, do you want to do the Dragons? I um, would love to. Uh, not heaps of excitement here in this team. Andrew McCulloch, um, for me, is looking really good. Pumped out 70, I think, last week, 71 maybe. Um, and he's producing real keeper scores. So I think he's, you know, if you're going to pick him up, you pick him up sort of around now and you start stacking your bench if you can and you have the cash Zach Lomax is producing scores that are really hard to go past um, if you want to spend some money in your centres. It looks so good, Zach Lomax. So, um, I think this week you see Corey Norman, and for the next, you know, month, I think you see Corey Norman scores go up um, with no Ben Hunt. um, If you're a Corey Norman owner, so that could be good. Um, Otherwise, I think you're going to see probably... I don't know. The Knights defence didn't show heaps last week, so... um, might be able to see some, some good scores from the n uh, from the dragons backs here. Matt Dufty, Corey Norman, um uh probably even, you know, Willie Army. Um, you know, I I I, I I rate I kinda like Willie Army personally. Um can break a tackle, so and <laughs> showing how the knights were under a high ball, Shibasaki in particular, um oh. could see some some kicks to him, I think. Uh, whoever's lining up against Shibasaki will see the ball a lot. So Absolutely. if that's Zach Lomax, ROP Shibasaki,
1: yeah, he was atrocious, wasn't he? If, if it was, there was yeah, no yeah. weather to help him to be like, oh, it was raining, it was wet. No, he just dropped them cold. There wasn't even that much pressure on half. But by the end of the game,
3: he
2: wasn't even going up for them; he just let them bounce.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or,
2: or Tex Hoy, oh
0: my he god, he was uh, <laughs> yeah rattled. You could tell the head noise was real. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah. But where does Blake Green fit into this Knights team for you boys? Because that is concerning for me.
0: Probably fullback, got speed to burn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, realistically, it
1: means Jaden Braley might not be playing at 80. I think so. Um, I which think, is concerning. Yeah. You're lying Very and bro. I don't like it. <laughs> you just don't want to hear it. Just fingers in your ears. No. Start screaming. Yeah. Um, I think give it a week, see what happens. I think he's only there as as a possibility possible in this week, he'll probably maybe play five to 10 minutes off the bench if they need him. I just don't see him playing much
2: in this game. So what you reckon he comes on at six and Kurt man to nine, maybe.
0: Yeah. I that's th- that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Or do that you reckon they sense.
2: maybe just this week, they'd take Kurt man off considering he's had a few tough weeks. He you know, had a, had an injury or a knock or whatever he had. A few weeks ago, oh. maybe they just, just Kurtman comes off this week and they play it by next week and see what they do.
1: I mean, I'm hoping that's the case, but I mean, you don't know, do you? Like he's he's coming back from a pretty significant injury, Blake Green, so I don't see him taking a lot of time, whether he comes on or not. Um mm. But yeah, it's, you could make up a bunch of different scenarios where he comes on for Watson, comes on for Pierce, comes on for Mann, Braley, name it. Anyone in that um position there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just don't captain Braley this week. I think that's the main thing.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, yeah, I just I I wouldn't be sold on that on that um, Newcastle spine this week. To be honest, well, not not sold in terms of who's going to get what minutes. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, something to watch for the future weeks. I think. Um, otherwise, for me, Tyson Brazel is looking so good this year, and if he's going to keep averaging sixty, then um, he's a definite pick up on your edge if he can. I don't think he's in heaps of teams either, so. Um, if you've got the cash, maybe just... See top-scoring uh, for you this week? Ooh, um, that's a hard question. Um, Huge. I'm not afraid to ask the hard questions, mate. No, no, you're not. I yeah. am going to say... No, I'm going to say Jaden Braley is still. Fair. I'm going to say McCulloch
1: going to make 60 tackles, get a 70-odd. Fair enough.
2: Tom, Fair enough.
0: what do you reckon? No, I reckon Frizz. I reckon just the he's really starting to form a nice combination um with the halves. So I just yeah, for me,
2: yeah, Frizz. Yeah, okay. Safe.
0: And also just quietly the package of Doom he's carrying. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, if, if anyone if anyone's wondering what I'm what I'm referring to here, get on Bloke in a bar and have a look at the photo of Frizz. Get get around his crotch region. Actually you can't. There's there's so much surface area there that you'll be pushed back. It's just oh. <laughs> Oh
1: celebrating celebrating mitch pierce's 300th game in style
0: yeah it was it was a reward for the people
1: oh wow (laughs)
2: thank god Um, for black shorts yeah Jesus, that that
0: was a gift for the people that was a gift for the people do you know what tyson if you're listening thank you and i assume you are tyson (laughs) love that um all right boys let's move on to Roosters and Warriors. There's a few changes, boys. If you if you haven't heard, there's been there's been a few injuries at, at the old Chooks. Um, but the big the big in Victor Radley looks like he there's a bit of a false alarm last week, but looks like he's in. Um, looks like he's gonna um, uh, start at lock. I believe is the male. Am I correct, gentlemen? Correct. Thanks. Yeah, beauty. Uh, Isaac Liu moves to prop. Lindsay Collins is out. Um, Sam Walker. The cheapy of all cheapies, everyone's been talking about him, comes in for Luke Keery. Uh, Drew Hutchison's also in the halves because Lockie Lamb's out. Um, Ikevalu and Butcher on the interchange. Um, and also keep an eye out for Suwali, who's he's named in the reserves, but God, it could be exciting if he gets a nod. Um, Warriors. Uh, Peter Hiku, uh, knee injury. Um, he is out. Marcelo Montoya comes in. Um Bailey Siernan into the starting side. Um to to the bench. Uh, Tohu Harris to lock. Those are the changes, gents. Beauty. Mooney, uh, far away. Give me thoughts. Talk me through it. Give me some insight. Um, Give me some news. Yeah,
2: look, I am very keen to see this new halves pairing for the Roosters. Uh, Sam Walker, very keen to see him, 228. So he's um, probably going to be a, a trade target this week if you've got someone who's been disappointing you. Um, you know, like you've cracked it, you cracked the shits with Tino or Brimo. I think um, you can downgrade someone like Sam and free out some cash. He's two twenty eight, so he's um, right for the taking. Think I read something today saying that Joe Manu might get a run in the halves, so I wouldn't be surprised. C- no, you heard that from
0: so me. That was my prediction.
2: Wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I think I read something on Clarky Savo, but yeah, it was, it was probably you actually. <laughs> um, Again, so... I'm
0: a, I'm I'm an I'm an analyst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said that with so
1: much confidence. Yeah. Love
0: that. I keep going. I keep going to say analyzer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Joey Manu go to uh, six, Drew Hutchison to fourteen, and or to the bench, and maybe Ikebalo gets a start, or Ikebalo drops out and they bring in Sawali, maybe um, into the centers or something along those lines. That would not surprise me at all. So um, yeah, look. I'll, again because i do not see Freddy last playing 80. Uh, I think Drew Hutchinson probably takes minutes off him there. Um, me personally, um, Angus Crichton, I think will probably lose a few, uh, lose a few points. Here. He, um, does, I think he's going to go from probably a 55, 60 averaging player to a, a 50 averaging player. I think he loses a good 10 points in attacking stats purely because he doesn't have these halves. So that's something that's going to be, um, one to watch. Uh, um and James Tedesco is probably the other one. I think I'm less concerned about James Tedesco because he seems to make his own points. Uh, um, I think he might go up. I and...
0: think they're going to rely on him heavily. I think he might actually... You might see a little increase from Teddy.
2: Well, and as I think you said, Tom, he found himself in the line a lot more when attacking, so second receiver maybe, and um, was the reason why Lockie Lamb probably wasn't scoring quite as well, so... He might find himself in there more regularly, getting his hands on the ball, um, thro- either throwing it around or taking the line on. Um, yeah. So. Good. Cool, Tom. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Credit, credit you so I think yeah I couldn't be surprised to see... I
0: didn't say it it wasn't my news I was just going to take the compliment yeah it was bloody my news thank you
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. I was just like oh, yeah, how bad of a bloke am I that I didn't step in and say, nah, didn't I didn't say it? Thing. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I'm I such a good analyst mind. that I thought I might have said it brilliant <laughs> uh, uh,
2: Apologies. thanks <laughs> 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 yeah, and again, this Warriors team—I don't really know what to get. They um, but he shocked me last week, um, knocking off the Raiders. As controversial as it was, um, you know, they played a played a good game. RTS is a weapon. Um, obviously, probably not gonna not gonna pull out eighties every week, but um, maybe this might be the score that you know boosts him a little bit. Maybe he'll uh start, you know, finding his stride and hitting the the forties and fifties more regularly than the thirties. Um. And if so, he's at probably, I think he's around 660 maybe. So, he's around the starting price of what little puppy was. And if he's going to go up in price, then, um, yeah, it'd be one one to look out for um, if this Warriors team starts finding their stride. Cody is kind of surprising me as well, um, pumping out a few 70s. Um, had a heap of attack stats last week, but he's doing all the kicking. So, um, yeah, Jesus is looking good, I reckon. And I think Tohu Harris go match a lot only helps him there. Yeah. Um, he's probably he's gonna score a 60 his scores have been 61 63 and 62 or something like that so he's nothing but consistent <laughs> if Absolutely. Um, yeah if you're looking there he's I think he's got a really high break even so he might go you know he's probably gonna not get heaps um heaps cheaper I think his break evens at 76 and so maybe he loses 5k but you know he'll this, he'll sorry? fluctuate at uh, tohu Harris oh yeah actually, so- you could be, you could tell him tell me what his break even is
1: yeah, he, he lost a bit of cash last round, but his break-even is only 58, so he'll probably oh. make it back this round. He's going to yeah. hit that 60 mark pretty much every week, it seems.
2: Yeah, I think he'll sit around the 800k, so he's yeah. someone that you can bring in any time. I wouldn't be too worried about it. Um, but if he's a target for you, then and you want the points, get him in.
1: Yeah, basically covered it, Lockie. I don't know how much more I can add to that, but um, Sam Walker v. Sean O'Sullivan, the battle of the two cheapy halves, will be an interesting round. Um, what do you boys reckon? Who's gonna be the biggest scorer?
0: I think they might try and protect Sam Walker a little bit as as much as possible. So you might not see him get a whole heap of ball like what, what the Panthers used to do with when when Matty Burton got his first couple of starts. Um they sort of didn't give him as much ball except for they sort of let him ease into it with kicking and all that sort of stuff. So I don't I don't know that he'll be doing a lot of the running of the plays and, and throwing a lot of shape. I think he'll be doing a lot of a lot of stuff to get himself eased into the game. So he won't see heaps of attacking stats, I don't think. But um, especially just yeah, but yeah, I I I could see um I could see Drew Hutchison doing a a lion share of the uh of the attacking sets and all that sort of stuff and attacking plays and whatnot.
2: What about kicks? Drew Hutchinson's never a huge kicker, so I feel like Sam Walker, especially as a seven as well, could you know? You
0: could I think that might be how they ease him into the game. They say because yeah. it's you know it's kind of like a safety blanket. Yeah, just just kick your way into the game, sort of thing. Get a few you know get a few nice sort of kicks away and um you know start to feel a bit of confidence. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, great. yeah look, Sean O'Sullivan looked pretty he looks oh, I, not that I watched heaps of the game, but uh, um Sean O'Sullivan he pumped out a 50 I think for you Tom, didn't he? Yes,
0: yes he did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, look,
2: he's rock he, kind of rock solid fantasy-wise. I don't I didn't see how his stats are made up, but um I'd probably see Sean O'Sullivan scoring better fantasy-wise this week. Um long-term Sam Walker's the better option giving Oh, Absolutely. Uh, jobs. Especially given that yeah, Chanel, yeah. And I think that um Sam Walker's the future of this club once if um maybe Lockie Lamb doesn't work out this year, Sam Walker could potentially be, you know, there next year if um if he comes out and plays out of his skin. So Drew Hutchson for them has always been a place filler. Ah, poor Drew. Um he's you know played a bit of nine, he's sort of just fit him where they need him. So um I think that Sam Walker is probably is the go here long term, obviously.
0: And he's cheaper, is he not?
2: Yeah, much. 228, base yeah, versus
0: 400 that. or something, isn't he, for Shawnee? Yeah. 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 I, and
1: yeah Sean O'Sullivan's had a few rough years at the the Broncos in terms of fantasy scoring, so his points, his price started pretty low. But, yeah, still like a mid-priced starting point. And with Cody Nicarema doing a lot of the work, he was doing a bit of the kicking, Sean O'Sullivan. Well, Sean O'Sullivan,
0: O'Sullivan kicked more than what Cody Nicarema did last week. Yeah. It and Sean, Sean O'Sullivan's way. points came from tackle busts and whatnot. So he actually had yeah. four tackle busts and uh, quite a few running meters. So yeah, Shawnee seems to be doing a a, a bit of everything. So yeah, I don't know. I reckon you might be right, man. I reckon he might actually build on that this week. Cool. Um who's top scoring, boys?
3: Ooh, oh don't... um I have uh, no idea. Yeah. Uh,
2: James
0: today. oh you oh, cowards. Okay. I'll mix it. Tohu, Tohu I'll, mix Harris. I'll
2: go uh no Is here. Um, maybe two on an edge actually running at K- Katoa and Sirinan. Um, yeah, let's give him a whirl. Two penura, god, right, not, not confident, but you know. yeah, yeah fair very <laughs> nice.
0: No idea, no, no, so, save with your chest, Moon. is
1: <laughs> Nah, uh, Teddy's gonna get a lot more ball this game with Cleary and uh, Keary and Lamb out. So, Teddy, easy, yeah, fair enough.
0: Uh, boys, let's go. Last game of the round on oh, a Monday. Uh, West Tigers versus Parramatta. Um, basically, Madge stick with the same team. Don't they? they? They beat the Knights, so they're stuck with them. Same same team as last week. Um, yep. Eels. Mado is back from a head knock. Um, uh, Mitch Moses again comes back from a head knock as well. Uh, Papa Li'i, uh goes back to the goes back to the bench. Uh, King hit Grave uh, drops out of the side, um, and those are your changes. Far away, Daniel seeing that the seeing that the Paraboys are your team, talk talk us through this game.
1: Yeah, love this Easter Monday clash. Uh, it's always a good game, even if the if there is one team that's dominating, one team that's sub Subpar, it always is a good game, no matter the form of e- either of the teams. So it uh, should be a big game, should be a lot of points in it, and should be a lot of attacking stats for both sides. I think it's going to really benefit Laurie and Gutho uh, at fullback and probably going to benefit Moses and Brooks as well. Although Dewey looked like he was doing a fair share of the the ball playing last week against the Knights, so Dewey could be in for a, a good another good score this round. Uh, Roberts bounced back with another good, with a good score, sorry, not another <laughs> uh, last round, thirty-eight, and probably you know, did me and everyone else that owned him a favor to keep him in for another round. Um, yeah, all
0: five of you. There's
1: <laughs> <as> a dis- <laughs> decent amount of people that own uh, own Roberts. Let's let's have a seventeen percent of people. That's huge. Sad. Boys um, clubs. That's no, that's more people rough. own him than own Cam Murray. So keep that in mind. Yeah, um, a, lot of, a
0: lot of really sad people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so they're probably the big scorers from this game, I think. Jacob Little came down to earth a bit just because Mbai was taking a lot of his minutes, didn't get a lot of tackles because they were attacking most of the time, the Tigers, last week. So um, Little might be on the chopping block if Mbai keeps taking those minutes from him. But uh, popular chiefie uh, Stefano Utokamanu, big, big scorer last week, scored a try straight through the middle, looked like an absolute champion, sprinting away through Tex for that. So... Um, very happy to see that and should have some price rises to come. Uh, Madison being back's pretty good. It's not going to affect Papali. He's scoring though. He seems to be scoring pretty consistently, 50 plus from the bench off, starting off from the bench. So um, yeah, good good choice if you have him. And I think um, Tom Opechek still looks like a decent buy with the base stats that he's getting. Hasn't got any attacking stats and still pumping out 30s every week. Um, if and he, he did move
0: to the back. wing last week as well, so he even had oh, to move one step out last week when uh, when Sevo went off. So he spent 15 minutes with basically no ball as well.
1: Yeah, it looks like a genuinely good centre and still pretty cheap. So if if he starts to get a bit more ball and create some, you know, tackle bust, line breaks, stuff like that, he could easily average 40
0: plus. I'll uh, pump your tyres up. Moon Moon called this in the preseason. That's all I'm saying. Yep.
2: Thank Moon you. Are you going to take over? About. Um. Yeah. Look, I think you. Pretty really well said it. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be a few points in this game, which I love to see. I think that this may be a game that you see someone like Tom Opicek, um, um get going, especially <laughs> if he's lined up against James Roberts. Geez, he's going to have a big one. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. I want to. <laughs> nah, I do like um, Nokore at centre, so um, I think, and Wunga Blake's out indefinitely as well, so I think that only helps Blake Ferguson scoring because Nakore plays a you know, he actually passes the ball to Fergo. So, <laughs> um, so I think that's good for Parramatta and, um, and like Ferguson fantasy wise, Dylan Brown has been a little underwhelming for me this year. Um, I haven't really been watching him closely, but I don't think he's been producing any big scores for my like. He's got a 60 old one round, but Mitchell Moses for me is the one that I'll be watching very high break, even given his low score last week. So, he'd be one to watch over the next few weeks. Could lose a few cash and drop down to maybe 700k, very juicy to bring in. Maddo and Nathan Brown for me have also been underwhelming this year, so that's what I was uh, going to ask you about. What's the go with Brownie? What do I do? Uh, He's somewhat for me, oh, I don't know, hypocritical. I dropped Beauty. him. Beauty. Um, Thanks Lucky.
0: <laughs> Good advice, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
3: dropped, dropped it him. A-
2: um, yeah. So, I, I would say, yeah, look, give it another week. But no, nah, look, if you've, depends on, on your team. If you've got big issues somewhere else, then he can wait another week because he will score you, you know, a 45 to a 50. um Just doesn't seem to be scoring the 60s that I thought he was going to be scoring. Um, if you don't have any other issues, then yeah, Nathan Brown could be sorted out now. It's not going to, you
0: just, was, you're very convincing at the start of the year.
2: Yeah, I convinced myself and Daniel. Apparently yeah, you convinced he me as well, and you. Sorry, so I, I thought he was going to be big this year, but he's just not playing the minutes that I thought he was going to. Um, he
0: played sixty-five last week and only scored fifty-two.
2: Uh, my word! Well, he's playing the minutes I thought he was going to. He's not producing scores. God damn it, Nathan! <laughs> you just need to get
0: better yeah. at analysing and anal- analysing, <laughs> right? Do a bit of a do a bit of analysing. Do what I do, a bit of analysing, and you'll be and you'll be sweet, all right? <laughs>
2: Um, the other bloke I wanted to mention obviously the rig himself Alex Twal. Um, the week before last he played 50 minutes he got you know he played 50 minutes straight then got hoofed and didn't come back on last week he played uh maybe 40 minutes or maybe he played the 50 minutes when I think he played 55 minutes went off for 10 and then came back on that's yeah played 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 70 in. minutes
0: last week 70 and yeah. 70 is what he got. He,
2: he bumped off he bumped himself up from a forty five to a seventy. So Alex Twile, if he keeps playing the minutes um like like that, which I think he will, um Amanu and Joe o don't seem to be playing huge minutes, but McKayley seems to be his issue. Um and and whether um Little and Embiid play on play at the same time, if Little got, Little seems to be getting the second stint and I M- they don't seem to be subbing M by off. So as long as they don't play M by lock or something like that. Um I can I think that Alex Twile should play decent minutes. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I because they had the the um Tommy Talau injury and Tigers needed some defence on the field, they brought Alex Twile on for a second stint. But I think that he should be pretty good this week and <laughs> given, you know, Parramatta looking red hot. Um they're gonna need someone who can tackle. So Alex Twile, I hope he plays some big minutes. I think he will.
0: I think he will too. Who's uh, who's top scoring, boys?
2: Um Alex Twile. Moses. Huge easy.
0: Oh yeah, Moses for me.
1: I think um as well big news that came in about an hour ago um is that Moses Embiy's been given permission to speak with other clubs. Negotiate this with this other future. clubs, yeah. yeah. So could be if that happens, you know, before mid year and he moves on. Um, could be good news for Little Owners. I know it's not great for Moses, but... Um, yeah, I mean, and Moses Empire, but... Um, we gets to leave the Tigers, that might wise, be good news. Yeah, just, quiet, just, just
0: Love the Tigers, love the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with
2: that, though, if he... Let's say he moves round 12, we're not going to see that coming, obviously, but um, are you going to hold Little that long? Like, he seems to be hitting his... His break even is uh, creeping up a little bit. So he's probably well, got well. maybe... He's probably got three or four weeks of price rises left in him um, before his break-even starts hitting around that 35, um, which seems to be what he's going to start scoring. Um, Depends if he leaves sooner rather than later.
1: So it'll be interesting to see how soon he leaves the club. So I think he he's starts, a whole pen
0: now while his break-even's yeah. tiny, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you got another month does, of, I think you got another month of him.
2: Is there an echo in you? That's, sorry? Sounds like <laughs> I thought someone just said that. <laughs> right, now let's move along.
3: Hate <laughs> hey,
0: you people. Oh god. No, fine. You know what? Fine. Whatever. <laughs> um boys got some uh, got some questions for you. That's all for for Team List. Uh for um yeah, for for Team analyz- an- Analysis and Analyzing. Love it. Team Analysis. Um look, I've got a few questions. Um some viewer questions. Yeah, that's right. People do listen. All right, <laughs> you, hear, you hear that, Mum? People do listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, uh, looking for a mid-price centre, uh, a keeper that is in brackets. Momorowski or Crichton. Same price, but Crichton playing fullback for a month, even though he hasn't scored well this season. If I can go to you first, Moon, what do you reckon? Uh, uh,
2: um. All good right. thing
0: I went to you first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start if you want. Question. Yeah,
2: you go for it, Daniel. <laughs> um,
1: I think, I know Crichton's probably going to get a bit, his hands on the ball more often at fullback, but Momorovsky seems to be the safest scorer, um, getting some good stats on that, that edge. Um. If you were to look at a different center, like we've been talking about Opaček a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Looks like his base is a bit higher than both of these players, even though these guys are getting a lot of attacking stats just because the Panthers are playing so well this season and probably will continue to play so well. But um, for those tougher games where they are struggling, you'll see these players get, you know, the twenties that they will get with their base stats as well when the Panthers struggle. So I think Opaček looks like he's the more stable scorer even though he won't have the the highs in attacking stats that these players will but if you're looking for the the scorer to score your 40s 50s plus your momorowski is probably the the good option
0: all right yeah. um moon have, have you got a have you got an answer now for the question that you knew was coming for the last hour <laughs> <I too. laughs> and that and that you were talking about in the pre-show chat i have do you have an answer for it now
2: i um I think that if you need a center now that you pick up Momorowski, Um, if you don't need a center desperately, um, then you wait a few weeks for Stephen Crichton's uh, price to reduce a little bit and you pick up Stephen Crichton. I don't think he's going to be producing the scores that he has been all year. I think he's going to have to start um, finding the try line. He'll find his groove a little bit more. Um, Billy, I think so too. I think when he
0: starts getting a bit more ball, I reckon you're spot on there. I think he just needs that attacking stats right now because he's not getting a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise if you're wanting someone cheaper than those two, I would save yourself the seventy K and pick up Tom Opacek. Um, ideally. But again, if you have to spend the four hundred and fifty K, um, just buy Momroski now if you're having those issues now.
0: Fair enough. Um All right, next question. Looking for uh for a bench option to make a bit of cash and be a stable scorer, would you rather have Munster or Adam Elliott? What do you reckon, Daniel?
1: Oh, Elliot, obvious choice. Munster's a bit up and down. Can be a pretty yep. good scorer, um, but Adam Elliott looks like he's just going to go from strength to strength on the edge there for the, Bronco, uh, for the Broncos, for the Bulldogs. <laughs> um, looking like he's making 40 tackles at least a game and getting 150 plus metres. So, yeah, easy base stats and definitely gets attacking stats on top of that every week.
2: So, Elliot, easy. Mooney, similar thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. A very consistent um, Adam Elliott and... Uh, I the question said making cash. Adam Elliott's probably going to make the most cash out of either of them. I don't see Munster going huge. Might top out at 750. Adam Elliott, I could see going above and beyond. If he keeps producing 60s, he's going to go to 800k. Um, yep. Whether that happens, I don't know. I If you if I'm buying either of them, I don't care about the cash they make. His I
0: his edge seems gonna... to be the one that gets the ball too as well for the Bulldogs. Yeah. He seems to be the one that gets the attacking stats as well. So obviously he's making going to make a lot of tackles, but then he yeah. seems to be the one that gets the... Uh... Detailed, that gets so. the, yeah, running run the
1: lines on Oscar star. stuff. Yeah, he's at 677k right now, and if he keeps averaging 60, he'll go up to 800, so he's going to make another
2: 125-ish. Yeah, okay. but you, you pick amazing. him as a keeper, I think. So, yeah, yeah Adam Elliott, the way to go.
0: Beautiful. Yep. Um, all right, Mooney, you again. Is Avarillo a must-trade, and is Sam Walker a must-pick?
2: Sam Walker is a must-pick, yes. Jake yep. Avarillo is not a must-trade. Um. Uh, Tom, I talked to you about this again before the show, and um, something the way I hadn't really thought about it is Jake really is only two ninety six k, I think off the top of my head, and he's cup, not he's, expensive. He's not expensive. He's not taking up much of your salary cap, so he's not hurting you sitting in your emergencies. He two ninety two. He is oh two ninety two. There you go. My apologies. He um he's picked up a little bit of an ankle injury. He's due back round six, <clears throat> so. Realistically, I could see him coming back into this squad in centres or. I think yeah, I think of... you're right. I think or he might might comeback. not come back at six. Yeah. Yeah. So and if that does, that's probably going to help him. Um, I think. So I would be more inclined to wait and see. Um, what he does when he comes back from his um, from his ankle injury, he's on the extended um on the extended bench at the moment. So I think that he probably comes back next week. To be honest. Um, then they seem. You know, reasonably confident. Oh, they're not. They're not confident. He's going to be definitely out. They've extended him on put him on the extended bench, which is weird. So, uh, and Sam Walker, yeah, basement price. He's going to make guaranteed money. Um, free money. Pick him up.
0: Beauty. Daniel, thoughts?
2: Yeah, basically covered it. Avrillo is a
1: hold. Sam Walker is a must-have. Avarillo, I I honestly thought Hopper was just not very good. At last week, he was missing tackles left and right. So Looked um, uncomfortable.
0: Looked like he picked up a yeah. bit of an injury as well. So I don't, I don't know. That, that, that could be an interesting one as well.
1: Yeah. Avarillo if he comes back into the squad, could come in at centres. I don't think he'll come in at fullback just because at 5'8", he wasn't really running the ball much when he did get it and did look at he,
0: it. He, he ran it a bunch of, against the Broncos. It was just not behind a very good forward pack. Yeah. Fortnite. Didn't
1: have a lot of space to move. I think that yeah. was the main thing. But I think uh, he uh, can Broncos, run though. I think yeah, he can but the, run, though. the Broncos aren't giving him that space to move. Like, they're not getting quick to play the balls away. They're not getting on the front foot very often. So That's he doesn't true. get that opportunity to, which is what he's good at. Um, yeah, they need a couple of good forwards, don't they? The Bulldogs really help.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's unfortunate for Avrilov because his game is so prevalent on that explosion. So he can't really get get on the front foot if his forwards aren't rolling. So yeah. interesting. Um, all right, boys. Final, final uh, thoughts on on this one. We'll, we'll go through a, a buy, a sell, and a hold that that you're all dead set on. I, I I might give my thoughts first, if that's okay, so no one steals my answer. Yeah, go for oh, it. We, can we not all repeat right.
1: the same answer? There's there's no. so many.
0: No, Daniel. It's called intellectual property. <laughs> <about> <laughs>
1: uh, my
3: okay.
1: my
0: sell my sell this week. Um, again, I love him, and I'm sorry because I know he's listening. He's a friend of the show. Uh, AJ Brimson. He's he's my sell this week um he's uh 560k um and his break evens 60 70 odd um so for me he's a sell um because i'm just i'm just like he scored two tries had crazy amounts of attacking stats but still only managed to not even get a 50 against the cowboys so i just think yeah he's he's uh he's a worry for me so yeah i've i've personally i've sold him as well um my buy is obviously sam walker um now my hold. Um look, I it's 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 out of necessity. It's Nathan Brown. I'm just praying that he comes good. That's it. It's just an emotional pick. I'm just praying <laughs> it comes good. Um Yeah, uh Mooney, I might go to you first. What do you reckon? Buy, selling a hold?
2: Yeah, perfect. So um originally my buy was also Sam Walker, but um I'm just playing you, you can have
0: the same and- answer if you want to. You'd just know, be really boring. Sam
2: Walker. But I know a lot of people didn't bring in Josh Schuster last week because they, they weren't confident in what he was going to produce. And I think if his scoring is anything to show, you've got to bring him in. So Josh Schuster's my buy. Um, my hold, Avril and Little. Um, let's say um, Yeah, As we've just covered that. Um, and my sell, um, Tom, you mentioned Brimo. So James Fisher-Harris, to me, is probably a sell. Um, he's producing very subpar scores I thought that they were going to that James Fisher-Harris is again I think that he's looking really good NRL wise when you watch a game of footy um, he looks good, he's bringing some aggression it's just not producing um, fantasy wise so James Fisher-Harris for is a sell
1: boys what have you left me with here? Jesus um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with to my do something home, great.
0: the chance to cause... blow us away is what you've been left with <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. So <laughs> the only ones that I've been left with here, really, uh, I think Tino is, if you've got him at the moment, he's probably a, a hold. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm i worried at the moment. I said I was worried last week as well, but I think the change to the front row might be good for him. Um, a decent scorer who's gone a bit under the radar that might be, Okay is Herbie Farnworth could do well at the Broncos given the opportunity. Has averaged he's averaging pretty high now because of the last round, but he was sitting at about a 30 point average
0: before the potentially Broncos might and the could and be okay. Yeah, God, you've left God, me with nothing here, God, What are you doing, boys? Why did <laughs> you buy him right now? He might potentially could be okay. Yeah, Herbie could be
1: okay. He's, he's a decent pod uh winger center player. Um you break even of zero four hundred and ten k, so is a bit expensive. Could be okay. I don't know though. You've left me with nothing to go on here. Um, my sell. Uh, oof, Jesus. Uh, Joe off of a If you have him, get rid of him
0: off the bench. Not good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's yucky. Oh, actually, boys, just quickly. Uh, TPJ, he goes back to the bench. What do we think? Uh, we'll um, suffer because he was he was the other one that I was touching on whether to mention him as a sell. I don't have him, but um yeah, what what would you do? Would you be selling?
2: Uh, not I selling. a week. I,
0: yeah.
1: he'd be okay. on
2: Hold. If anything, for me. Okay, because he's only
3: getting
1: he's not getting big minutes anyway. Even though he was starting, he was only getting around fifty minutes anyway. So he could still get that from the bench. But yeah, hold a week, see how he goes. If he gets fifty minutes, scores you a fifty or a sixty, still pretty good. But um, yeah. His I impact mean, impact player. Yeah, exactly. So if he gets your sixty, he's going to keep making cash. So yeah, I hold and could be a potential keeper if he yeah.
0: scores well off the bench. Just yeah, I just, just want to get your thoughts on what, what the what the bench role would do to him because he's owned by about he's in four percent of teams and he's seven fifty k. So I just don't know if you want to be spending that on the bench for. But yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think minute points per minute and impact
2: player answers stuff. Well, for those four percent, I would hold him until he gets suspended and then drop him. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> hey.
0: Easy tiger. Uh, boys, that's all I've got for you. Is there any any final thoughts you want to leave me with, or are we just uh, very comfortable with what we've what we've d- discussed?
1: No, nah, there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting scores this week for a lot of new players. So yeah, it could be a big week next week to talk about who the potential ins and outs are.
0: I think I think, I think it's an outside backs paradise for the for those first few games of the round. I think, so, I think we're going to see Cleary setting records against that manly team. <laughs> boy, uh, boy!
1: You talked about um,
0: you know biggest score of each game. Who
1: do you think the biggest score of the round is going to be?
0: I, I dead set reckon Clear is scoring a billion. Seriously, I just think against. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I reckon he's gone big.
2: Oh, that's a hard question. Um, uh, I'm going to say David Fafida. I didn't even have him top point scorer in that game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Oh boy!
2: Nah, you know what, Jamal Fogarty. Nah, that sucks.
0: I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> have you, have you got, are you got a trampoline at your house, man, or are you just backflipping from the ground? Where are we?
2: Backflipping from the ground. I'm oh, my goodness. Jamal Fogarty. Yeah. We'll have Jamal Fogarty.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident.
1: Not a confident Jamal Fogarty. Um, oh, I'm yeah. going to say Munster. He has gone through the last two rounds with a loss to his name and played quite well in each game. So I think he's going to come out firing and, yeah, he's going to kill it this round. Fair
0: enough. Love your work, boys. Well done. Look forward to a cracking week of footy. Long weekend of footies. Everyone should be excited. That's what it's all about. (laughs)
2: Thanks, mate. Yeah,
0: well done, gentlemen. (laughs) See you, boys. See you, mate. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our round four wrap coming Tuesday.